and uh, once the the thread with the consciousness in you is dealing the mind senses and the body they play as they like and consequently the profound dimensions of the super mundane cannot be experienced there has to be a conscious link to the super mundane within and around so that you can look around listen around and ex- and stay in the muse of that experience if not we are like the kindergarten children who always need some teacher to discipline each of you each of you can make a self examination how much you could relate to the nature which is present in itself great profundity and how much you related to your mind senses and body each time in a group life a tour is organized only to see how the children behave the teachers take children to mother nature in the name of tours and travels and in those tours and travels how much the teaching remained with us to experience he is overviewed is always over yes the teacher who teaches in the class takes the children into the nature only to see how how far the teaching is assimilated and experienced when the children are in the nature if they remain distinct and separate the teaching does not serve any purpose we may be we, we just remain classroom students and we are not useful in the society yes it's like students studying in the school but are not useful in the society there are many like that there are many like that in the normal world there are many like that even in the esoteric schools what is learned in the classroom shall have to be experimented 
and experienced outside the school. If we, the very purpose of teaching within the classroom is to enable to carry that information and transform it into knowledge through application in daily life. Otherwise we are no learners. Learning is that somehow man thinks that learning is only restricted to classroom. In the classroom you receive information which you have to experiment, learn and experience outside. And I am very sure you have all experienced with so many decades of relating to the wisdom coming from the masters. Yes. On that basis you would be wished well. Yes. May that be so. Then comes the Prajapati, the ninth one, yes. The ninth Prajapati is the Prajapati without whom nothing can happen relating to the other Prajapatis. There are Prajapatis of, and there ladies who constitute the female hierarchy and through their chemistry many universal principles have come to be. And they are all can be related to within the human being and also around the human being. But the very basis for all that is the ninth Prajapati, who forms the very basis. Yes. He is called Prajapati Adhvaryu, Adhvaryu. Adhvaryu means the one who stands as the basis. Who bears, who bears all that which is being done by the rest of the Prajapatis. He is the Atlas. The Atlas, the, at, the great initiate at, Atlas, holds the whole globe. He holds the globe on his neck. 
అభరివు ఈ సెట్టుమీది ప్రజాపతి హూ హోల్డ్స్ ది బ్రెయిన్ ది కబేజ్ ది బ్రెయిన్ ది బ్రెయిన్ ఈస్ రిప్రజెంటేటివ్ ఆఫ్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ ది లోవర్ మోస్ట్ పాయింట్ ఆఫ్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ the lower most point of consciousness is is posited at the bottom most point of the brain this is called the center of advarya it is the center of this is the center which is explained as atlas holding the globe hmm. atlas holding the globe is ignorantly shown as holding the physical earth physical earth is the is holding the physical earth is shades play when you are in consciousness that's the that's the point where it transforms into force and later to matter the that bottommost point of consciousness in the brain it holds the force and matter people think that matter holds force and consciousness it is the consciousness that holds the force and matter it is from consciousness the force generates and the force brings down the matter the creation is always from above downwards so matter can be handled by force and force is generated from consciousness that point where consciousness transforms into force that position that position is called adhvaryo his lady is called shanti if you are in that position in that placement you are at at peace and poise it is somewhere at the bottommost point of your brain yes which has its connection to the vertebral column imagine consciousness generating force 
the force is a triple force. And that force gives birth to matter. So that is the point where you have the, 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 the appropriate placement of the point of awareness. <laughs> It presides over the force and naturally over the matter. So when you make a triangle, it is at the topmost point of the triangle over which you have the, the, the field of consciousness as your brain. It is for this reason we are given a symbol to meditate upon. A circle posited over the tip of the triangle. The triangle is that of personality. The circle is the field of the soul. The point where the circle meets the triangle. Is the point which builds the bridge between consciousness and soul and personality. It is the lowermost point of the consciousness and uppermost point of the personality. It is from there the soul should preside to conduct activity with the help of the force and matter. That is the state where a disciple is recommended to be, to stand, to stand ascended, ascended to that point from where the personality commences. Above that point, it's all the field of the soul. Below that point is the field of personality. So that is a most sublime point. For for any for any human being or for any disciple to work, that's the point where one has to be at all times. so that he is well-connected to the field of consciousness and also connected to the point of force and matter. That is what the great initiate Atlas is said to be setting himself. 
Hercules meeting him and trying to share the responsibility of Atlas he is only like a disciple who tries to set up such a state where he is he mounts his personality yes yes the one who mounts the personality can at will enter into the personality and at will can join the super soul he has that facility so that is what is called advaryo and that is where you have the real peace and earth yes the human being finds that peace which he always looks for only when he mounts his personality man has an aspiration to mount this personality personality is like a huge mountain hmm. one should stand at the peak of the mount but not somewhere in the mount as long as you are in the mount you have no vision you have very narrow view points and we project our view points and we only see through holes but not the scene as such just like when you go up to the top of the mount when you have the a grand horizon then you are being feels feels fulfilled it feels the comfort it it is at poise it is in contentment there is a sense of satisfaction a sense of joy a sense of self attainment all this together is called shanti that's why after every invocation the vedic seers they have the last utterance all this all this work is only to gain shanti om shanti 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 this so commonly spoken but least understood there are so many demand peace demonstrations now all over the world 
and there are peace foundations and there are peace banners there are peace banners people carry peace banners and set them here and there and feel satisfied that they have done this go to himalayas and set the peace banner there go to alps set the peace banner there go to andes and set the peace banner there go to mount shasta and set peace peace banner there then you don't have the right understanding of what peace is eh? you make more noise outside this is contrary to the noise isn't it most of the activity of peace that humanity does on the planet is but contrary to peace yes peace comes to oneself eh? one one transcends one's personality not until then yes. to transcend the personality you should constantly relate to the light that is in the head yes and feel the the transient aspect of personality and its activity then we are within the personality <coughs> we have no peace that's why you have symbols in the theology there are symbols in theology within the triangle of personality if you have the eye it is not an all seeing eye if the eye is above the triangle of personality then it is an all seeing eye if we are arriving for only matter we are very much conditioned and if we are only arriving for emotional things you cannot have peace even if we have the ability to think you are still in the middle of the personality in the thick of the personality it has sent into pure light 
విచ్ ఇస్ బియాండ్ ఆల్ లాజిక్ అండ్ రీజన్ ఆఫ్ ది మైండ్ దట్స్ వెరీ హెల్ప్ పీస్ సో దిస్ పీస్ ఇస్ కాల్డ్ శాంతి షీ ఇస్ ఆల్సో కాల్డ్ శాంత and she has another name called chitti chitti means the point of consciousness chitta in sanskrit it is chitta if the one who is at the point of consciousness settled at the point of consciousness such one is called chitta chitti or shanti so this is the prajapati which enables discriminative functioning with the support of the personality and the body the name of this discrimination the ability to see this discrimination is what to do and what not to do when to do when not to do where to do where not to do how much to do cannot go on doing things and you can't do the contrary you can't do the contrary you can't do the right thing in a wrong place and you can't do a wrong thing in the right place and uh, for everything there is a time there is a time sense to everything yes in a given time and in a given place what are we to do to be at peace and to transmit that peace when you are in peace the peace transmits through you you don't have to transmit peace as such when you are in peace the peace flows through when you are, when, the, when the electrical bulb is connected that connection itself brings the light if you just make a hole into a water pot the part itself transmits the water so this is the point of universal peace in us which enables us to gain the most valuable dimension called discriminative will without this if you enter your field of personality 
and field of activity. We make a mess of ourselves. We mess up ourselves and we mess up others. Like the fly in the soup. The other fly, the flies in the soup cannot help each other. Only the fly, which is not in the soup, which is strong enough, should be able to help the other flies, eh? using its front legs as a fork. to pick up and set out each fly. So daily prayers should enable us to experience the state of peace which is posited as a point at the bottommost point of our brain. It is into that peace center we have to enter. That peace center is beyond the activity of force. The activity of force is like the triple activity of Icha, Jnana and Kriya. You see the peace banner given by Nicholas Rorick. You see the peace banner given by Nicola Rorick. You find three dots. It is in between the three dots there is a way through into the circle which is around. The middle point between the three circles is the way through into the circumference. It is a way through from personality and individuality to universality. So that is where there is a prajapati called Advaryu. When you are through, you have peace. Eh? And through that peace, you have the product of discriminative will. That the prajapati, adhavaryu, and the, the lady Shanti, Not Ashanti, but Shanti. When I'm all the statement and statement that loves through their product is called the discriminative will. We think we have it. Yes. If we have it, if we have it, we are at always poise and peace. And that is posited 
at the edge of the consciousness edge it, it is like the cliff you know the cliff of a mountain yes from the cliff of the mount you stand the danger of falling yes it is the outermost boundary for the field of consciousness from there it is a an ocean of force which prepares matter yeah so coming to our own form there is the form and there is a force that runs this form and you preside over the force at the, at the cliff of the consciousness yes. so when you get into the force and matter it is it is advised that you continue to hold the thread of consciousness when we do not hold the thread of consciousness and enter into the field of force the the currents of force will handle you left and right up and down and you become a slave or a victim of the force Yes. A student of wisdom is strongly recommended not to lose, not to fall from this cliff. Yes. You may have seen many Hollywood movies, no? Yes. Like, like cliffhanger, etc., etc. From the cliff it is an abyss. you can't see the bottom if you go to mountains of great height stand at it stand at its edge from where there is a valley whose bottom is invisible yes if you stand there anyway you really you are you get the reeling sensation and fall so into the abyss of the personality into the abyss of the world he cannot effort to jump without strongly linking with the the cliff you need to make a very strong connection connection to the consciousness and with the with a thread or a rope hanging from there you can enter into the abyss of personality of force of matter and with the with the help of the same rope you can again climb back Yes. 
అదర్వైజ్ యూ ఫాల్ అండ్ ఇఫ్ యూ ఫాల్ ఓన్లీ ఇన్ యువర్ స్లీప్ అవర్స్ యూ కెన్ బి రికవర్డ్ దిస్ హ్యాస్ టు బి సీన్ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీ ఆస్పెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ అవర్ లైఫ్ ఇఫ్ యూ ఇఫ్ యూ కాన్షియస్లీ ఎంటర్ ఇన్ టు ది వరల్డ్ ఆఫ్ ఫీల్డ్ ఆఫ్ ఫోర్స్ అండ్ మ్యాటర్ స్ట్రాంగ్లీ హోల్డింగ్ టు ది థ్రెడ్ ఆఫ్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ యూ నో వాట్ టు డూ వాట్ నాట్ టు డూ అండ్ హౌ మచ్ టు డూ హౌ మచ్ నాట్ టు డూ వేర్ టు డూ వేర్ నాట్ టు డూ అదర్వైజ్ వీ డూ ఎనీథింగ్ అండ్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఎవ్రీవేర్ ఎస్ అండ్ దెన్ గెట్ ది కాన్సిక్వెన్షియల్ ఇంపాక్ట్ not to humiliate you but to inform you a bus is meant for travel not for dance a bus is meant for travel not for dance isn't it there are stages where you can dance there are places with places where you can dance you cannot dance everywhere likewise you cannot eat everywhere you cannot eat everywhere yes you cannot always go with some meeting material everywhere Yes. That cannot happen when you have this discriminative will. Yes. If you don't have anything to do, you don't have to eat. <laughs> yes. So many, in such a small things, we are not so very aware. how can we how can we be very aware in bigger things yes where what to do where so this happens when this prajapati and his son called the discriminative will when this is missing everything is missing and that's why it is said he is the base adhvaryu yes adhvaryu means the one who found the basis of all your activities when you enter into your personality of and keep acting you cannot afford to dealing with him you should stand in link and work so therefore 
ప్రజాపతి ఇస్ కాల్డ్ అధ్వర్యు హిజ్ నేచర్ ఇస్ కాల్డ్ పీస్ అండ్ పాయిస్ అండ్ దేర్ ప్రోడక్ట్ ఆర్ సన్ ఇస్ కాల్డ్ దధి అన్సు దధి అన్సు మీనింగ్ ది పాయింట్ as i said the cliff hanger the point from where is the edge from where you can fall you can fall into the illusion of this world you can fall into the glamour of this world yes you can, you can fall to be a prisoner and you can no more be a, pil- a pilgrim so that so therefore this point is considered to be most important point for persons who need to relate to the world through the means of personality if you are always in deep contemplation again it forms the basis for upward movement and it forms the basis for you to act into the world and he is said to be living a consecrated life vrata jeevitam galavadu anantha ఇది వ్రత జీవితం అంటే దీక్షాయుతమైన జీవితం కాన్సక్రేటెడ్ ఆల్వేస్ కాన్సక్రేటెడ్ టు దట్ పాయింట్ ఆఫ్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ స్టేయింగ్ దేర్ హి ఎక్స్పాండ్స్ ఇన్ టు ది పర్సనాలిటీ రిలేట్స్ టు ది వరల్డ్ అండ్ కమ్స్ బ్యాక్ వైర్ ఇన్ యాక్షన్ హీఈస్ కనెక్టెడ్ టు దట్ ట్రెడ్ ఆఫ్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ when there is no need for such action from that point he relates upwards he relates upwards which is full of consciousness which is called the soul the soul is universal soul with which he relates through this point via the individual soul to universal soul <coughs> yes. this universal consciousness he remains always in touch with yes at times when he is nothing to do he is with it then he has something to do taking to the bottom most point of that consciousness he projects into the world conducts work and get gets back and stays 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 put in that pit of consciousness that is what is called the peace center in us 
yes so this this uh, discriminative will its abode is the peace center shanti shanti yes it's also called chitta point of consciousness yes above it it's all a a notion of above it it's all notion of consciousness below that is the notion of force and matter so he is at the edge of that consciousness yes in, in meditation we try to relate to it and find entry into the energy of the soul so he has a, he said to have a horse head horse head is a very profound symbol in vedic symbolism horse is called ash horse is called ashwa ashwa means not shwa not shwa means not past not future not past shwa is past or future shwa is past or future ashwa means not past not future meaning the presence ashwa also means horse ashwa also means permeating light that's the beauty of the devic the languages of the the language of the devas ashwa means the horse head the horse ashwa means not present not future ashwa means permeating light these are the three meanings you get if you apply the key of etymology so he said to have a horse head it means he does not live in past he does not live in future he is always in the present what we today stylishly called as here and now we only say that we are never here and now the mind takes either to the past or to the future but if you are in that if you are posited in that point of consciousness you do not travel back into the past you do not travel forth into the future 
you stay in the present and relate to the presence which is all around the presence can be felt with open eyes or closed eyes when you are in that state yes the pre- the presence can be felt everywhere provided you are in the present but we are displaced from the present either by traveling to the east traveling to the past or future since since this principle always stays in presence it experiences the the omnipresent one the omnipresent one cannot be experienced without being in the present so his work is generally to be in tune with the presence to be in tune with the presence and when he is to work into the world he permeates into the world when he enters the world he does not displace himself from that point of consciousness whatever he does to drink water he permeates to eat some food he permeates to travel he permeates to do anything from that point he permeates which means it is a, it, it is the point of consciousness that permeates through force and through matter <laughs> yeah. that's why it is also called ashwa meaning the permeating nature the light in the bulb as it reaches me as it reaches me there the light in the bulb as it reaches me it reaches through the rays the rays of light the rays of light they are unbroken from the point of that bulb to me yes. likewise the one who is settled in consciousness permeates into the world conducts the work and withdraws from the world intact he returns in one piece he does not get fragmented or broken in the field yes. we always say happy journey come back safe a safe journey isn't it safe journey is when you retain the consciousness in you <coughs> so therefore the second aspect of 
the discriminative will is its permeation. The first aspect of discriminative will is the presence. It is in presence at all times and it permeates with the help of such presence. Yes. It doesn't live in the past, it doesn't live in, get into the future. It's not interested to know the future. It is not interested to get back into the past. Yes. The pa- That's why the past and future are considered not relevant because through present you can relate to the presence and expand into the past and future. You can permeate into the past, you can permeate into the future. When you are stably established in this point of consciousness, it is the light of the soul, the outermost point of the soul. Yesterday when we were returning in the car, one lady asked me, how do you know about the past life? If you are able to practice to stay here for long years, you enter into that presence and in that presence you know the past, you know the future. Therefore, we need to meditate upon that. That is what we seek through Gayatri. Dhyaha yonaha prachodayat. May our wills be alerted. Dhi, Dhi. Yes, Dhi is the name of this discriminative will. Dhi is the light of the will and the name of this product is called Dadhi Ansu, meaning the edge of the will, the edge of the will. If you fall from that point of consciousness, we are just personalities and can be equated with our younger brother whom we call the animals. They don't have it. This is what therefore called the the presence of God in us as I am consciousness. And by holding on to it, it would help us to stay connected to the divine in us and with the help, through the divine in us we can relate to the divine which is present everywhere. And in such connection you can also function in the plane of personality and the world. So that is how 
the one who always stays here and relates to the universal consciousness is said to be carrying the horse head if you hold on to this point of consciousness fairly well you would be able to oh. you would be able to relate to any occult science and assimilate it with with ease relating to any occult science and assimilating it becomes possible because you are at the point of consciousness and it would be it would become a conscious approach to study it's not a mental reading reading with mind is different from reading with the in association with consciousness so to stay associated with consciousness is more important so in with that conscious association with that as with that conscious association when you relate to any occult science the cream of the science is revealed gained by you that's why it is said don't be in a hurry to read sciences occult sciences practice to ascend into your center of consciousness and learn to be there and ensure that you have established yourself in a fair degree of peace and a fair degree of poise it is from that state of poise you can experience every occult science the so the cs staying at that point related to occult sciences and experience every occult science and become masters of wisdom the real relating to this will reaches every morning from the east when the sun rises when the sun rises each one of us receive from the horizon a horizontal ray of sun meeting you that is a golden ray that golden ray contains the will of the sun 
it can simulate the will in you. Therefore, in all ancient theologies, relating to the golden light of the sun during its rise in the east, this concept most important to develop this horse head in you. Horse head is also called Hayagriva. I'll come to it later. That means from your entire brain which, which, which contains the consciousness is, is electrified with the morning ray of the sun. And that ray is the ray that meets you at level. So when we say meet levels, we say one of the meditations, we say meet levels. Yes. The sun meets at level with you. He, from the horizon, the ray travels horizontal and meets your forehead. And enters through the bro center to the other side of the, the head where you have the tip of the brain. It enters and enlightens the entire brain. That's the beauty of relating to the light as the sun rises and do, and do the Recitation of Gayatri. Poor are those who do not know these dimensions of wisdom and try to relate as they like. Yes. This Prajapati is of great consequence to us. Yes, he, he forms the basis for for living in the mundane and super-mundane worlds. So this morning a sunrise as it comes to us, that is called the point of the horse head. The horse head. It has to be awakened. And it can be seen as our ascendant in the horoscope. What we call ascendant in the horoscope is nothing but the nature of energies that are there at your birth as the sun rises in the east. So the, the sun sign that rises in the east, the sun sign that rises in the east gives uh, an idea of with what sun sign we have to start working in this life. Every sun sign has its sublime nature. 
ఫోర్సెస్ ఓరియంటింగ్ వన్స్ లైఫ్ ఇన్ ట్యూన్ విత్ ది సన్ సైన్ ఇన్ విచ్ వన్స్ అసెండెంట్ ఈజ్ ఈజ్ వన్ ఆఫ్ ది కీస్ గివెన్ బై అకల్ట్ ఎస్ట్రాలజీ ఆర్ స్పిరిచువల్ ఎస్ట్రాలజీ ఆర్ ఈసోట్రిక్ ఎస్ట్రాలజీ so that is how the purpose of life can be ascertained yes. 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 because that's the rising point in your in this incarnation for you and that constitutes the purpose so therefore he is said to be the the east he is posited in the east in you and constitutes your ascendant and it, it is from there the rest of the horoscope can be cast the, that's it ascendant from there from where you make the other 12 houses so the rest of the chart is determined on the basis of the ascendant yes so it is your beginning for this life so that ascendant is called ashwini when it comes to our system this solar system has its beginning in the constellation called ashwini yes from there it has 27 divisions of constellations it also constitutes zero degrees of aries that's why aries is also given the symbol of a horse head the head of the horse is in aries its tail is in sagittarius so from the tail to the head of a horse there is a way to move which is called the path of yoga the, the horse the horse commences its head its the horse head is finds its appearance in aries and its tail the whole body is from aries to sagittarius where you have the tip of the tail of the horse at the muladhara where you have the constellation mula where from where you can return by associating with the fire in you for those details you can see the mysteries of sagittarius when sun enters into 23rd into the, into the into zero degrees of sagittarius around 23rd november then there is a scope for us to blow fire from the tail to the head 
and reach back the head. Yes. It is only from this point of consciousness which is posited at the outermost point of your brain. You have the vertebral column through, through which that consciousness flows up to Muladhara. And therefore, relating to this cerebrospiral column with emphasis upon the cerebral system enables expansion of our consciousness. That is what is called the heart sacrifice. You put it to fire. In the heart sacrifice, it is said that the the head of the heart is cut and thrown into the holy fire. It is a symbolic expression. The the head returns to you with the full of electric fire. That means you are are surrendering to wisdom and relating to the practices of wisdom would, would cause the needed transformations in your brain and you come back with an electrified brain which has a very tangible contact with the surroundings. Yes, such ones are called the anointed ones. Such ones are called the anointed ones. An initiate is said to be an anointed one. He is is anointed because he is in continuous connection with the presence that surrounds him. This whole practice is done by substantial relation with the wisdom relating to the cosmo, Genesis and the anthropogenesis. Yes. And this is best gained during the dawn hours. This is best gained during the dawn hours than any others, any other hours. Yes. That's why the dawn hours are so much praised in the wisdom sciences. So coming back to the horse head, meditating upon the brow center and then the light above the brow center in the head should be the major activity to enable the related expansion of consciousness. And it can reveal to us every science from within 
అండ్ యూ కెన్ ఎస్టిములేట్ ది క్లూస్ టు ది సైన్స్ టు ది స్క్రిప్చర్స్ ఫర్ దట్ ది సింబల్ ఆఫ్ హార్ సెట్ ఈస్ గివెన్ ది సౌండ్ రిలేటింగ్ టు ది హార్ సెట్ yes is also conceived by the seers the the that the point of awareness in us is also also carries this, the function of pulsation yes in every being the point of awareness keeps pulsating yes the sound of pulsation is known as soham so relating to soham one would slowly ascend to the bro center the details of which were given in so many classes in the past staying as a pulsating awareness at the bro center visualizing the whole brain as a, a brilliant horse head when one contemplates he he listens to a his the, the reversal of the sound as hasam soham in it gets reversed into hasam 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 is it's it forms the entire body of the creation where om forms its life therefore relating to soham and reaching the bro center and staying in the bro center relating to hasam enables us to experience our head as the horse head yes experiencing horse head means experiencing that state where no more you you drift into past or into the future and you stay in the present and you permeate into the entire field of the brain and then the brain tends to be electromagnetic and stands to gain the ability to receive and perceive from the surrounding so this practice relates to the the product of adhvaryo kaal dadhi ansu the product of dadhi ansu dadhi ansu it is it is dadhyansu it is difficult for you to therefore i break it down to two sounds the original sound is dadhyansu 
Dadhyansu means the, the edge of the consciousness. So therefore, this is a very sublime aspect of when you are with it, when you are with it, your pranic principle is at ease. And your awareness is in expansion. Your pranic principle is at ease. Complete ease. Then it is called Shyam. When the pranic principle is in its ease, the awareness can expand. If the pranic principle is in trouble, it also troubles the awareness principle. That is why it is said that in discipleship one should ensure that he does not fall sick frequently. Sickness is a disturbance to the pranic principle. When the pranic principle is disturbed, the awareness principle is also disturbed. So the practice comes that that comes from Hasavam is after Soham is fairly settled at the bro center. So the prana becomes the basis for expansion of consciousness. Yes. This is a life force in a horse. It is ever again. It is ever again. Again means very alert. A horse does not sleep like any other animal. A horse does not sleep like any other animal. It does not lay down. Yes. That's why horse only has stables. That's the only species which stands and relaxes. It seldom sleeps because it has no ups and downs in its currents, in its currents. Yes. All other species they sleep and to sleep they tend to be horizontal. But the beauty of the horse is it stands in ease eh? yes. and relaxes. Mm. It's a beauty in nature. Mm. 
ఈవెన్ ఎ కావ్ విచ్ ఈస్ కన్సిడర్డ్ వెరీ సేక్రెడ్ ఇట్ రిలాక్సెస్ ఇట్ రిలాక్సెస్ ఆన్ ఇట్స్ బెల్లీ బట్ నాట్ ఆన్ ఇట్ లాక్స్ ది సాస్ ఎనర్జీ ఈస్ వెరీ మచ్ అప్రిషియేటెడ్ బై ది సీయర్స్ బై దియర్ అబ్జర్వేషన్ ఇన్ ది నేచర్ వెల్ ట్రైన్డ్ హార్స్ కెన్ విన్ హార్ విన్ వార్స్ ఏ వెల్ ట్రైన్డ్ హార్స్ కెన్ విన్ వార్స్ ఏ గుడ్ హార్స్ enabled a warrior to accomplish great adventures so with with this stable energies of life the consciousness activity is put to expansion by orienting oneself to the to the entire cranial region seating oneself at the brow center there is the reason why lord krishna suggests in bhagavad gita in the 6th chapter stay at the brow center and contemplate he stayed the bro center and contemplate the the entire wisdom reveals itself to you there you get the cooperation of the ninth prajapati whose name is advaryu so it is advaryu that enables the dwelling in the field of consciousness along with the consort her lady called shanti if shanti is missing the being is neither here nor there without peace you cannot be in the field of consciousness you cannot dwell well in the field of force and matter that's why shanti becomes the the foundation of all wisdom activity and shanti comes to us eh, by relating constantly to the bro center and uh, contemplating upon the field of light eh, and to enable the continuity of consciousness you need to see that consciousness only in action in the outer world when we see all around you see the form the form is supported by the force the force is supported by the consciousness so you need to lift two veils to see the consciousness 
Yes. Only satisfying with the palm is no good. Palm veils. Palm veils. Vela. The palm veils consciousness. In between the palm and consciousness there is the force. So we need to lift two veils at least to see the beauty of consciousness that surrounds us. And to see that consciousness within us, we also need to lift up from our palm and our four centers. Yes, that's why you need to lift up beyond the triple forces. So that's where you have the triangular forces represented by three points. So the three points representing the uh, an equilateral triangle and orienting to the center of the three points is what is uh, recommended in ancient scriptures uh, to enter into the center of Shem where you can meet the pure consciousness, the point of consciousness. And with the help of that point of consciousness, you can enter into the field of consciousness which permeates the planetary, solar and cosmic system. So that's exactly what Nikola Rory gave us three circles in a triangular placement. Yes. We mostly relate to three circles, but not to the center of the three circles. Even in the playing cards that you have, you have a you have four symbols on it. One is a diamond, another is a is the heart, another is a spade, and then the one is another is called the clubs. The club is a symbol relating to this. The club is a symbol relating to Sham. You need to go between the three circles there is an entry door. Yes. And the three points of the triangle when they are brought together. In between the three you find the aperture to go to the other side. And going through the triangle leads you to Unlimited awareness. And from that unlimitedness, 
through the triangle the consciousness can flow out into objectivity so that is the point which is represented by the prajapati and his lady and the, their product adharyu shanta and then dadhi ansu and this this dadhi ansu remember he is generally on the other side of the triangle yes and he always stays consecrated hmm. and he relates to to this side of the triangle only to fulfill the purpose and since he is is posited in the east and stays related to the east he knows the purpose he knows the purpose and according to the purpose he enters into the field of activity when the purpose is done he gets back into the pool of consciousness that is what is expressed as a statement of the initiate who says it is now finished it is now finished i shall now rise and go to my father this has to be said daily when the purpose of the day is fulfilled we should consciously withdraw consciously withdraw through this peace center into the pool of consciousness and consciously express once again from that pool of consciousness in the morning hours yes and conduct and again consciously withdraw so remember this point to express into the day and to retreat by the night and when there is no purpose to be in the field don't do other things in the field withdraw and be with the one the withdrawal can be by relating within the withdrawal can be by relating to the consciousness prevailing in the surrounding when you when you keep on seeing lift the veil then it is only consciousness there are all units of consciousness and each one has his own variety of force and varied form therefore to see each one as a unit of consciousness more than his nature of force and form 
is a practice which leads you to contemplation with open eyes. Yes. Contemplation with open eyes. Then you have throughout the journey you can be in that contemplating attitude. Yes. This is how we have to be ardent students of light. Yes. You should, you, when you are in nature, relating to the consciousness at work through force and form would be a great engagement. Yes. When you are in meditation, relating to the consciousness which is beyond your form and your force. This is also meditation. Either way you are meditating. Yes, you see with opened eyes or you see with closed eyes. Hmm. There is a stanza, there is a line in Bhagavata which says, let me perceive Krishna either with closed eyes or with open eyes. Meaning what? Meaning perceiving the one consciousness which is veiled by variety of forces and forms. Kanu mosina yappudu vichina pudun nantangada. So that's how it has to be. Thank you for your patient listening for a while. Despite our body conditions, our cold, our cough, and our disabled situations, Yes. In spite of our disabilities, we could relate to wisdom. And by more and more relating to wisdom, the the disabled become able. Yes. And the able ones are those who do not falter. Yes. So may we be blessed to be the able ones. And we have one more prajapati to relate to. This we do tomorrow morning. After that we have the valedictory. Yes. Valedictory means thanksgiving and farewell to the farewell to the teaching activity. Yes. Yes. Farewell means, farewell is not saying bye-bye. There are two different things. To farewell means to do well. Yes. It's not saying tata, bye-bye like that. To fare, let, let him fare well, let him do well. 
The teaching should be practiced thereafter. That is how the farewell function is. Yes. We full well know that we leave it here and go, but but it would be nice if you carry it with you and implement in the daily life. Thank you. Namaskar.